Well, there's midweek on the mountain this evening. Liberty Flames, they are undefeated so far. They opened up as a 13-point favorite. That number has been steamed up to 14 and a half. And somebody who is there and has seen the Flames, excuse me, I said earlier they were 6-0 on the, against the spread. They're actually 5-1 and against the spread. Their last game, midweek on the mountain, they came woefully short as a 21-point favorite against Sam Houston State and won only by five thanks to the late defensive stand. But other than that, Liberty has been fantastic in that regard. But for the most part, it's been able to win games in large part because the defense has gotten better and they've controlled the flow offensively with their running game. Joining us now, he covers high school sports, and you heard that momentarily. It'll be up fast, Lane Edlin, where you listen to podcasts. But he's also covering the game tonight for newsadvance.com between Middle Tennessee and Liberty it's Ben Cates. He's Ben Cates, and he's back with us here in the fast lane. Ben, for Liberty, uh, you know, I'm not going to call it a high school offense because this is much more advanced what Jamie Chadwell is doing, and you know, Caden Salter has shown he can throw the football. But conceptually, how similar is it in the sense that a lot of what Liberty does and has found success offensively is set up because of the running game and the ability to control teams with that? Yeah, I hadn't even thought of it that way. Um, that's a good way to describe it, I suppose. Um, it's yeah, it, it, the running game has just been uh, super impressive. I think as the year has gone on for Liberty, um, it has. Uh, you know, last week I think Quentin Cooley was. Well, I know Quentin Cooley was was the big. Uh, player of the game for Liberty with uh, a couple touchdowns, like career highs and carries and rushing yards, and and just really uh, asserted himself out there. And and um, he's he's kind of the guy who's making the run game flow right now. Uh, Cooley's what five seven two oh two something like that two twelve maybe, um, and he is just. Um, he's just able to, to bowl over opponents and and just as a just as a really interesting kind of running back where he's he's yeah he's that bowling ball out there and um, and he's having a lot of success right now and his work is uh, opening things up for Caden Salter at quarterback to do his thing and and goodness what a year he's having uh, I don't know that anybody really anticipated. Salter coming out as a sophomore and having the kind of year that he has. Uh, he's two-time uh, conference player of the week offensively and um, has really gained a lot of notoriety nationally throughout this season with his work with that offense and his ability to run the ball and pass the ball. So, um, yeah, this offense is, is, is rolling, rolling along, and, and I know that there are there are glitches that maybe we can't see as as noticeably in the media uh, that that Coach Chadwell and his staff may focus on. But um, from from my point of view, it, it it looks really good right now. Yeah, I mean Liberty looks very good right now, and the nuances of how they found success have been really impressive so far in the early going. Um, bigger trap game was it last week at Jacksonville State because it was a short turnaround and it was on the road, or is it this week because everyone knows the big game on the schedule is Western Kentucky next week? Good question. Uh, you know, last week I think there was there were a lot of questions about what this team was going to do on on short rest, and and um, it, it seemed like they weren't bothered by that for the most part. Um, and you know, defensively was they were they were really strong there too. This week you've you've got to really work on pressuring a quarterback for Middle Tennessee State, who has just been absolutely on fire lately. Um, he's coming off a game when he threw for 404 yards, I think, last a uh, couple weeks ago, and so he's really got just just a lot of 
a lot going for him right now, and he's got some good receivers out there too. And so one thing that this defense has been trying to focus on, uh, at least Coach Chadwell has wanted it to focus on, is getting to the quarterback more quickly and and really working to uh, to pressure the quarterback into, into bad decisions. So we'll see how that works out tonight. It will be something that we get to monitor as Ben Cates is with us here in the fast lane looking ahead to the action between Middle Tennessee and Liberty over at 7 p.m. midweek on the mountain, and they'll have it updated regularly at Ben Cates 8 on Twitter as well as newsadvance.com. Ben, for Liberty, we've touched quite a bit on the offense for Jamie Chabwell. There is the other side, which is the defense for Liberty. How much have you been impressed that they've come along lately and been able to really find their groove, particularly limiting the big plays of opposing teams? Yeah, you know, we I talk about pressuring the quarterback as being a point of emphasis um, for this defense, and and um, certainly getting sacks has has not been this defense's um, forte. But you know, when you talk about leading the nation in in interceptions, um, and when you talk about limiting uh, having having one of the uh, highest turnover ratios defensively in the nation. Like there's some several stats where Liberty stands out defensively, and um, I expect that that's going to continue through uh, conference play at least. Like um, you know, look at Western Kentucky next week, and there may be a, will certainly be some uh, a lot of challenges there. But really been impressed with the way that defense has performed throughout conference play. They've been very impressive. So, too, Ben Cates. He's been gracious enough to join us today here in the Fast Lane. Ben, thank you for your time and your willingness to go a little bit extra and giving us some of your insight here in the Fast Lane. Thank you so so much, Ed. I appreciate you. Ben Cates joining us in the Fast Lane today. And he touched on a number of different points for the Liberty Flames. Uh, but you know, he's with us. I don't expect there to be a midweek on-the-mountain meltdown for the Liberty Flames. And one gets back to that point that we made at the beginning of the Fast Lane, and you can keep receipts at Fast Lane Ned Lane where you listen to podcasts, but that is sometimes teams and coaches try to get too cute with what they're doing offensively. And Jamie Chabwell was pretty explicit when he spoke a couple of days ago that that's something that they are intentionally trying to avoid as a coaching staff. I, I, like I told our, our staff the other day on a short week, we're going to do what we do, and if it's good enough to win, great. If they're good enough to beat us when we do it, all right, then we're just not good enough right now. But we can't try to do this, that, and us because on a short week it's not going to help. And I think that helped us narrow down, and you saw that from the second quarter on for that. And Caden played a lot better second quarter on. I told our staff we're going to do what we do. The value to that for Liberty is extremely simple. You're not getting overly cute. Now, there is a time to expand what you do offensively. Offseason is an obvious one, even later on in the year. There's even a time where, if you're Liberty, you're going to look at making sure you do more with your current personnel. But truncating things on a short week, especially when you found things that have worked and that nobody's been able to stop. Like It's not like there's a blueprint that... X team has been able to plug Y gap or maybe A gaps or B gaps or been able to make some kind of shift or look to slow down this Liberty offense. Because of that, why not do this? And again, it goes back to the coaching staff. You're not getting too cute for your own good, which you're instilling that in your coaching staff. You're focused on winning games, which can mean you can hold your team accountable. And it goes to the mindset that Liberty's wanted to have this week. And in particular, 
leading into tonight's game against Middle Tennessee. Uh, we've still got a, uh, obviously more steps that we want to take, and uh, this is a big week for us from a, from a mindset and a preparation standpoint because uh, I think any time you come off a big game, it's easy to feel like you've arrived and, and we're nowhere close to being the team that we're capable of being. And so we got a lot of work to do. we got a really good opponent coming in that's very talented, played a, f- a fantastic schedule, tough schedule, and uh, we got to be ready to go. Nowhere close to where we've arrived. Look, Liberty has passed tests that have been flown their way in terms of handling this type of adversity, which is why we get to put our thoughts where our mouth is right now in our midweek edition of our votes of confidence. Nothing provides the intended inspiration quite like a vote of confidence. The confidence I think that the team has. You know, winning makes you feel good, makes you confident. Now, here's our votes of confidence, inspiring you with the certainty you're seeking. Well, it's time for us to actually put some backing to what we've expected. We mentioned the line for this game. Middle Tennessee at Liberty. Initially, Blue Raiders were 13-point underdogs at LU. That number has gotten steamed up to 14 and a half. The over-under for midweek on the mountain, 56 and a half. Ty, does Liberty cover? And what's the flow of the game like tonight? Uh, I think they'll cover. I think they'll cover it. It just, I don't know. It's still kind of like, I don't want to take a guess, but I feel like it's going to be the wrong one. So I'm going to say they're going to cover their spread tonight. Dude, the whole point is to, to, to make a projection. That's how you I get know. better. I know, but it just I'm I'm like I'm so bad guessing, but I feel like I feel like I don't want to be too you know. Ty, it's okay. We got to start somewhere. You've got Liberty to cover. Are there points or no points? Definitely points. Oh, so yeah, you're going points. over 56 and a half. Over. Trey is in the exact same boat you are. Liberty to cover at 14 and a half. Over under 56 and a half. So. As we wrap up the fast lane today, I'll take Liberty to cover 14 and a half. I don't like getting the worst of the number, so I would not actually bet. I'd wait if you're in a spot where you can do this. See if it comes down early in the game and then fire back on Liberty. If not, have some discipline and pass. I like the under 56 and a half, though. Liberty has shown the ability to control the game. They can do that again, which can choke the life out of an opposing offense. I feel more confident about that, especially if they're early points than going back on the under. Am I right? Wrong? Find out about us tomorrow in the Fast Lane.